Welcome to One Tired Teacher, Episode 75, Virtual Classroom Management. So today I sit down with a fellow teacher, Leslie Dunn, and we discuss how important it is to continue to have routines and procedures online, even when you are teaching from a distance. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so today I am sitting down with Leslie Dunn from Teaching Done Simply, and we are talking all about the value and importance of continuing to have routines and procedures in a virtual classroom. A lot of us are teaching distance learning or e-learning or whatever you're calling it, you're, you're teaching from a distance. And if you are conducting lessons online in like a virtual world, whether you're using Google Classroom or Schoology, and maybe you're even hosting some lives where you're, you get to have some face-to-face, maybe it's one-on-one, small group, or with your class, as many people as will show up in your class is what I should say. And maybe you're doing that, you could be using Zoom or Google Hangouts, or maybe even Schoology conferences, or whatever you're using in order to meet with your students. It's still very important to have those, those, you know, management systems in place so that you don't feel like you are going to go crazy. Definitely a benefit of using Zoom is being able to mute people. So I will say that. (laughs) And you can't do that in real life. But, you know, this is a difficult situation for so many teachers and and really understanding a virtual learning environment and what that looks like. We just didn't have the proper training or most of us didn't have the proper training or the proper even time that we needed to prepare for this. And we're kind of stumbling and learning along the way. So I hope that this episode helps you with some of those things that maybe you didn't think of because you weren't really thinking of it quite like that or you didn't have enough time. So let's get on with the show. I am so glad to have Leslie Dunn from Teaching Dunn with D-U-N-N, Simply. So welcome, Leslie. Thank you, Trina. Thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you for coming. I think this is a very timely conversation. Today, Leslie and I are going to be talking about classroom management online and what that looks like when you are in a virtual classroom with your students, because just like every classroom that we have, we need that to build that culture and that those routines and procedures. And I think it's really important. And Leslie is going to talk a lot about that today. So, yeah. all right. So talk um, about that. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, classroom management is just as important in an online classroom as it is in your quote-unquote regular classrooms. And I would like to encourage everyone not to get away from the, the main, keep the main thing, the main thing in your online classroom, just like you would in your regular classroom. Um, have those high expectations for students. Have those boundaries and those rules. Um, just, you know, again, just like you would in your regular classroom. If, you have, if you're doing Zoom or Google Meets, make sure that you have given them some rules and expectations to meet. Now, this can look like you may not eat while you're in session. You have to stay on camera while you're in session. Um, you have to be muted. 
Um, you have to be follows. You still have to follow the school dress code while you're in session. Cause those are some things that maybe you don't think about until maybe an incident occurs and then you have to manage it a different way than, you know, be proactive. I would definitely yes. recommend. You know, I didn't even think so about the um, clothes, the school uniform thing. I mean, like I, I mean, yeah. my kids, they, my students at my school wear school uniforms, so we haven't done that. But I think definitely being like appropriately dressed because I haven't had anyone show up in their pajamas, although I guess that could happen easily. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I have my personal children are doing online learning too, um, but they're not doing the, um, my oldest isn't doing the camera the camera online learning like Google Meets and stuff, but my niece is and one of their expectations where you have to wear your school uniform. And I thought, now that is really thinking about what being very intentional yes. and how you want this online classroom to look. And I think that um, for teachers to plan their online classroom and be very intentional with everything that you're doing, how do you want it to look? How do you want it to feel? How do you want that data flow? Mm -hmm. If you're purchasing products off Teachers Pay Teachers, make sure you're checking those links get everything pulled up before session. Um, that way you can focus and work on pouring into your students versus, you know, versus managing so much behaviors. If you have those expectations in place and those rules and regulations, your students will rise to the, to meet those expectations because they still want to please you even though you are not face-to-face. -face. They miss you. They love you. And they, they, they still want to make you happy. Yes. So what do you, um, what are some things like the, like dressing appropriately? What are some other things? So they have to keep muted. That's something that you um, expect them to do when they first come. Cause you can set that like in a zoom, you can set that for them to be muted in the beginning. Yes. I think just having that mute still gives that respect level of I'm the, I'm, I'm the teacher I'm talking, you know, we, we can't all talk at one time. Mm -hmm. And um, so if you need me, raise your hand and maybe, the mute when they come into the meeting and then everybody gets unmuted and say, say hellos, you know, anything you need to talk about and then mute again and say, okay, now it's class time. So, and you know, go over what does class time mean? It means we're not going to talk while others are talking. We're going to show respect. We're going to, um, you know, we've got to get some stuff done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that makes sense. No. Accomplished. Yes, because like I was telling you off the air that I, I'm like meeting with kids every, I have like two times a day that I meet with kids every single day and I'm the student support specialist, which most of my audience knows that. But like it, we started off very casual because it was like, it was not necessarily an academic time. It was more of like that social emotional time, but, and it was totally fine in the beginning because everybody was like, some kids I don't even, I've never met. They see me at school, but they never have gotten in trouble. And so they don't know, you know, they don't know me as well. I tried to get into all the classrooms and read a story and introduce myself in the beginning, but my behavior problems were so massive from the very first day of school that I was like running around like an insane person for months. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I'm so excited to meet all these kids, but it was like, you know, they were kind of nervous in the beginning. So everybody was really good. And that, and then all of a sudden everybody's gotten comfortable and it's like, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, Oh, I, we have to have some routines and procedures here. Cause I, and I had to mute everyone. And I'm like, all right, we're going to like, we're, <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Because yeah. which I was like, yes, this is the best feature ever of zoom because I can just mute everyone at one time. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, for sure. The mute, the mute is a good tool. And I really feel like that will, you know, go back to respect, you know, when I'm talking, you know, you, you can listen because mm -hmm. we have, we don't want to drag this out all day. You know, I always tell my kids, if we do what we have to do first, 
then we can get into the, you know, the fun stuff. However, I would recommend like some type of social, social emotional activity or morning meeting type, type mm-hmm. activity at the beginning of your lesson to get all those jitters out and that, then that talking time. And that will help you manage the classroom to get, you know, the academics really the, the meat of your lesson. It will help get that accomplished and hopefully a nice smooth way. Yes, I agree. I think that, I think that makes sense. And they're, they are excited to see each other and they, they want to connect with one another because I mean, there are a lot of them, at least my, our population, a lot of them are, are home alone and, yes. and they're just happy to like, when, once they saw, saw each other, it was like, ah, so that's good. Well, and I think the harsh reality of what we're going through right now is it was a safe place for many, many children. Yes. Um, you know, being the teacher, you're the, you're the safe person that, that, you just love them and you just care about them. You've built these wonderful relationships with some of these children and they depend on you Mm -hmm. and they depend on you to get away from the craziness that may be happening in their house. Right now they don't have that. They don't have that, that uh, sweet smile and that, Hey, how are you doing today? You know, it's going to be a great day. We're going to have so much fun. So, um, you know, I would definitely keep implementing that. They need you right now. And if you are able to back off the academics and pour in in a social emotional way, I think that your children will always remember that you were the one that, um, you know, that stepped up and said, you know, what does it mean to be worried? And, and, and how do you handle it when you are worried? Mm -hmm. So I would definitely take advantage of this time and just pour into your children in a way that maybe you've always wanted to, but you didn't know how now you have that opportunity. You're right. I love that. I think that's so good because I think sometimes we get so caught up in the content that we have to teach or I see this happening a lot. And I think, this is the opportunity for you to do That's some right. of the, you know, we don't test scores don't count. We're not, you know, holding people accountable for that. There's, we, we don't have any evaluations this year. Like just take it and do what you want to go do. with it. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I know when I was in the classroom for a long time in second grade, first grade and second grade, but mainly second grade, I would be like, we would have been prepared because I was using school G in 2011 to 2016 in the classroom. Like we were doing things regularly online. So we would have been okay. We would have just transitioned right, right along to do that. But, and I think, wow, that was pretty crazy. Like to be that far, that was a while ago. And that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. but I had one-to-one iPad, so it was different. And I just got my master's in technology. And so it was a different story, but I just think what the things that I could have done if I didn't have 25 people looking over my shoulder and asking me 50 questions about this and that. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's fun. What are, what are some social emotional things that you would recommend? I would um, recommend like a, any type of journal activity where the student can check in with you, like a daily check in, Mm -hmm. um, maybe a journal and say, is there anything you want me to know? How are you doing? And then if you're not getting much out of them in that way, give them prompts. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me about a time that you were excited. What were you excited about? How did that feel? You know, what did that feeling look like? Mm -hmm. And then maybe the next day go into um, what does it mean to be, you know, compassionate? Almost, you know, you can even dip into some character traits if you want to Um, kind of just, get a good blend of the two. Yeah. I would do, yeah. That makes know, sense. Yeah. A lot of that kind of just stuff. Prom- work on, work on processing those emotions, what they mean and how, how to properly deal with them. What would you do if you saw someone that, that looked worried? How could you help them? 
and what does worry look like for you? Just kind of really getting them reflecting on themselves and, and that type of, yeah. that type of thing. And how they feel like their feelings and yes. that it's okay to have those feelings and that we, exactly we, right. yeah, we work through them. And sometimes like even with kids, what I know, or even for myself, when I'm feeling a lot of fear and like fear comes in, I have to turn it around to like, what am I grateful for? What are the things that I have to okay. focus on that I have control over? Yeah. I did a gratitude journal a long time even, ago. I just love that. And I do too. And another thing that I wanted to, to share today is if you have that child um, that benefits from like a calm down corner in your classroom, I call my calm down corner the chill spot because I'll say, do you need a minute to chill? And I felt like being in my third grade classroom, it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I, it didn't feel so babyish. It was like, okay, I'm going to go over here and chill for a minute and get myself yes. together. So if you still, if you have that, that child in your classroom, and it's hard to help them right now calm down because you're not there like you are in the classroom. Think about, tell, encourage them to, when they're trying to do the, the deep breathing to calm down, mm -hmm. to smell a flower and then blow out a candle. Mm -hmm. And that has, um, that has really helped a couple of my students that benefit really, you know, that benefit from the calm down corner mm -hmm. to get them thinking, okay, I need to smell the flower and then, you know, breathe in and then blow out blow out the candle so that gives them that visual of you know what they need to reminding them of how to breathe yes no that's good i like that smell the flower and blow out the candle yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good yeah wow um okay so we talked about some expectations that we would have some social emotional things what are some other um strategies that you think that teachers can use when they're when they're you know basically have got that like a larger group of kids in front of them. Okay. For the large, for the teacher, um, I have 27 kids. I had to think. Oh my <laughs> I have goodness. 27 kids and on my zoom call, um, we, we have, I've not been having that much because some, some of our children don't have the internet services, mm -hmm. but this uh, is called attention getters. And this strategy will, will work if you have 10 kids or if you have, you know, 27, 30, kids, however mm -hmm. many you have, but an attention getter is a, is like a choral exercise that you'll do with your student. Mm -hmm. So your teach the teacher will say something and the students will repeat back their, their phrase. So it would look something like, um, if you say one, uh, one, two, three eyes on me mm -hmm. and the student would say, you know, one, two, three eyes on you. Mm -hmm. Now in my classroom, that would look like that. And then after the student said their portion, they would get in learning position and learning position is back in the chair, hands in your lap, feet on the floor. So if you are working online and you have that child that you see in your camera that is um, bouncing up and down or sliding up and down in the chair, the chair's going around and around and around, <laughs> you, would, uh -huh. you would say your part, they would stop, look and listen, and then get in learning position. And I did this just this past week, um, last week in my Zoom call, and it still, they responded just like they did in the classroom. Uh -huh. If you are not used to doing attention getters in your classroom, you can still start implementing it now. And, you know, just tell that if the children start getting wild and they're not responding appropriately, you just say, look, this isn't a time to play. This isn't a time for, you know, mass chaos to break out. I'm trying to get your attention because I have something important to tell you. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you respect me. I respect you. And, you know, this is just going to help our online learning be more successful. And, yeah. you know, I, I really feel like that they'll, you know, they'll respect it and understand it. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And like, do you, do you have attention getters in your store? 
I do. I actually have them on my blog. You can okay. go to um, www.teachingdonesimply.com and download the free list. There's over 30 of them on the list and your students will love them. There's one from, we've got an Old Town Road one. We've got Baby Shark. So <laughs> we try to keep up with the, with yeah, the trends of what the children fun. are liking. Yeah, no, I think that <laughs> sounds really fun. I'll link to that in the show notes too because I know right. sometimes, like off the top of your head, sometimes... Like when you said it, I was like, peanut butter, jelly. I remember doing that one. Yes. And then like spaghetti, <laughs> meatballs and stuff like that. That's all that was right. coming to my mind though. And I'm like, there's so many that's more, right. but my brain is like stuck. So sometimes it's nice to have yes. a list. So I think that's Well, great. if you download the list, there's a primary section and then an elementary section because they do work with it, even up to fifth graders because they, they love the old town ring one. They may act like they're too cool for school, but uh -huh. when you when you say, I'm going to take that horse, they're going to say to that old town road. So <laughs> don't worry about it. They will respond. That's cute. That's so cute. <laughs> I do have one more, um, one more um, strategy that you could use. Um, if you're having, a, say, Monday was a really rough day, Tuesday, you get on and say, look, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm going to level with you kids because I feel like if you're honest with them, mm -hmm. they're going to, you're going to build those relationships and build that and build that respect and that trust up. Mm -hmm. Say, if we have a good day today, we get everything done in a timely manner. We're going to have a mystery guest tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So invite a mystery guest to your online classroom. It can be a principal. It can be another teacher. Mm -hmm. um, it can be anybody that your kids would be excited about. So yes. that's, well, we've done that a couple of times and they're just, they just, when they pop up on the screen, they, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. I would love that. I'm going to offer that to teachers because I think that would be fun to show up in someone's classroom. I've done a few videos that they've asked me to do and put it in their classrooms, but I would like, to, like a mystery guest would be fun. Yes. It's just kind of, you know, you just pop in and, um, one, one, um, one occurrence my principal wasn't able to stay. He just kind of popped in, told everybody hello. And then we, you know, got on with our business. So it's just a good way to kind of keep it fresh and fun and exciting. Yeah. Cause yeah, no, cause, cause, you, cause every, yeah. everybody's out of sorts. Everybody's out of sorts. <laughs> You're right. I know that I've been playing games. I made a, would you rather version of yes. a, a, a digital game for my, for my students. And they are having, we're having so much fun with, fun with it. Like we do a couple a day and also gets a, like a nice discussion going and it's good for like, mm -hmm sharing their opinion. Like they have to tell why they picked what they picked. And, um, so I've really enjoyed that. So you could do something like that as well as like, you know, yeah. we'll have time to play like, you know, some kind of online or some kind of game or something. Or even a joke of the day, really show your, you know, your fun side. And, and again, tap into that, maybe coming away from the academics and, and just showing them you know, this is an uncertain time and, you know, I know you might be worried, but right now we're going to put all the worrying away and we're going to have some fun. But in my um, morning meeting every day, we do either a joke of the day or would you rather. We also have um, share time mm -hmm. and tell me something good. And they love tell me something good because tell me something good. Maybe, you know, my cat didn't. And then, you know, you have to, it's, yeah. it's fun to see what is so important to them. So yes. you can say, you know, kind of make your mental note of, Hey, I need to check on them later. Yeah, no, I uh, think that's keep true. Keep up with it that way. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Do you um, meet with your kids every day online? I meet I mean, with mine um, two days a week mm -hmm. for thirty to forty-five minutes. Yeah. So, uh, right, like I said, you know, right now um, I live in South Georgia, and all of our instruction has um, been taught for the year because we were preparing for our state test. Mm -hmm. So 
so uh, luckily all of our content had been taught. We were just getting ready to review and prep and test. And then, you know, of course they would be able to retest. But um, so right now we're just playing. We're going on virtual field trips. That's awesome. We're doing our social emotional stuff. We're doing our morning meeting slides every day and just kind of just checking in, making sure they're good talking things through. You know, we're, be washing our hands. To <laughs> yeah. Just no, that's good. Anything we can think of to keep it fresh and to keep them busy. And um, they are doing packets at home. So reviewing the multiplication division facts, just, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to keep everybody happy and safe and healthy. Just checking yeah. in. Which is the most important thing. Cause I think sometimes like we're doing full, like full on, like their academic instruction. Yes. Yeah. And I, um, and I think, wow, we're like, we're in the middle of a crisis and some kids are like, some families are having a really hard time. They're, they've got yes. multiple kids. They're trying to get, you know, we had to get, give hotspots out at our, like our local, um, uh, spectrum or internet service, like did that, which was really great. And then we gave out a massive amount of laptops. So we got, we, everybody has the ability to connect. However, it, that doesn't change the fact that, you know, somebody is out of their job or somebody's sick right. or, you know, they've got three other kids and they're trying to figure out how to get them on. So that part has been, you know, that's challenging too. So it is. And I, I appreciate that our district kind of stepped back and said, cause we're, um, I live about 15 or 20 minutes from the biggest hotspot in South Georgia. Wow. So I was, I appreciated the fact that our district said, you know what, right now we're going to, we're going to do the best we can. But some of these children, school is not a priority right now. It is okay. safety and, you know, someone being sick in their home or, or even losing a loved one from, from this, you know, COVID-19. So yes. Yes. I was, I was glad that they took this time to say, we're going to, we're going to pour into them as best we can. And we're also, you know, we're going to take care of them too and understand that times are tough. And, you know, I I truly feel like everybody's doing the best they can. I do too. I totally agree. I do really appreciate when we look at the whole child though, like that, that really, that is something really nice to hear. I'm glad that there's people that that are doing that because Yes. They they just need it, and it's it's important. It's more important for sure. Yeah. So I mean, they'll we'll get the content into them eventually. <laughs> That's right. That's um, right. But I mean, you know, right right now times are to me is in times of crisis like we're in right now is where you can pack the biggest punch for people, where you can change people's lives, and you can really show them that that not everyone is out to get them, and you're you're ready to help your child, and you know, do what you can for them. So yes. I feel like. Um, you know, my district and my county, we've done a, a good job of, of showing support, giving support, and just being there, just being present. Sometimes yeah. the best thing you can do. I agree. That's nice. I think that's great. <laughs> and I think it's um, building those relationships and the whole like being vulnerable. When you said that about telling your kids, listen, like th- this is what's going on, like sharing how it's difficult for yeah. you if everybody's talking at one time and all that kind of stuff. It just, you know, again, you're being vulnerable and your kids they feel like they can trust when people are able to, to let their guard down a little bit. And I feel like when taking time to build those relationships throughout the year, yeah. when you say, look guys, you know, this is how it is. They're, they're going to stop and they're going to say, Whoa, you know, she, she needs, she needs me to do what she asked me to do. Yes. And I'm going to do it because I respect her. And she's done that for me this school year. Yeah. So, and if you haven't been able to build those relationships, it's not too late. I just, right. I would, you know, encourage any teacher listening to, to dig in deep, pour into your children and to, to be the teacher that they look back on and say, you know, you remember when COVID-19 was around? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she was, 
you know, she did this, 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 or, or he did this, this, and this. Yeah. So just be, trying to be the best teacher that, you know, that you can be. And I know, you know, we've got some sick teachers that we do. You know, are battling COVID-19 yes. themselves. So, if, and it's you a know, lot. do what you can. Yeah. It is. And it's scary. It is scary. It, and it, it and, and scary teachers, time. they have their own kids at home too. That's part of it too. They're, you know, kids are they're trying sure. to teach their own children and they're, they're yes. working so hard. And I just think grace, we all just need a little bit of grace. It, very much so. And, you know, find that balance is, you know, my, we've been home for a month now and I've got a uh, five-year-old today and a nine-year-old and teaching my own children is a lot different than yes. teaching my third graders. So give yourself grace, make sure you're practicing those self-care strategies. Um, you know, take care of yourself. You've got mm -hmm. to, so that you can come back to teaching in the fall. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let me just ask you one more question because I think you've given okay. us some good information. What would you say about like setting up like routines and procedures online at the start? Like, let's say we don't start, like we don't go back immediately or we have, you know, what some people fear could happen, a, a second wave. So if schools had to start this way and you don't have that those background connections and you don't have those relationships that were formed before, what do you, what do you say to that? Um, I would, my first step would be if, if say, you know, we were to find out today that we were not going to be able to re return to the classroom in the fall, mm -hmm. I would start out with that morning meeting time mm -hmm. and, Hey, I want to know about you. I would, this is, you know, use that morning meeting time. And instead of it being 10 or 15 minutes, maybe make it a 20 or 25 minute time. Mm -hmm. to where you can really get to know your students and make that connection. You know, if one of them says, I have, you know, two cats and a dog, you say, well, what is their names? I want to know them. You know, mm -hmm. you can send me, you know, clip a picture into your Google Classroom. So just make those deep, meaningful connections starting out of the gate. If we have to start online, I feel like this will be the most crucial part of having a successful online classroom. I agree. And I would start implementing the structure and the attention getters, the very first day of class, it says, mm -hmm. Hey guys, I know this is the first day of class, but I've got to tell you something that's super, super important. And you're going to love it. Just really build up that anticipation mm -hmm. of we're going to have so much fun, but to have that fun, we've got to have structure and we've got to have, you know, we've mm -hmm. got to have routines and rituals yes, <laughs> so that everybody gets what they need. Yeah. No, that's very good advice. I totally agree with you. I think it's important. I think it's a make it or break it, just like it is in your classroom. If we don't take yes. the time to do those routines and those procedures, then it's not a good year. <laughs> At least and, that's and been my experience. Of, yes. And I mean, if you do not implement morning meeting or you don't, you don't know what a morning meeting is, it's just you're taking time to meet with a whole class to talk about to one thing. It can be a different thing every day of the week. So like back to school would be, tell, uh, like on Mondays, first day of school, tell me your favorite summer activity. And you're, you know, you're picking, you know, you're saying, okay, well, so-and-so went to the beach, so-and-so play outside. Oh, I love playing outside. The weather was so nice this summer. And it just gives you a chance to, to dive in deep to um, create those personal, you know, relationships with your kids. And they will be so shocked that you care what is their favorite food or what they did this summer. Yes. So really you are proving to them that you're trustworthy and that you're here for them and you won't pour into them. This is, this is something you want to do, not what you have to do being their teacher. Mm -hmm. And they will see that genuine, you know, they'll see those genuine traits in you. Yes. And they'll I appreciate agree. them. They'll fall yeah. in love with you. <laughs> yes. Even across the screen. Yeah, I agree. Yes, for sure. Uh, okay, Leslie. So how can people find you? 
Okay, I have a blog. It is www.teachingdonesimply.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Teaching Done Simply. And I also have a Facebook group called Classroom Management Solutions. We would love to have anyone come over and join. Yeah, that sounds great. That's awesome. All right. Well, I really appreciate you. you being here and taking the time to talk to us about this because it's really important. Yes, it is. And um, I'm always available for email if anybody has any questions or I can help anybody further is teaching them simply at gmail.com. And I appreciate you having me on today, Trina. I had such a good time. Yeah, me too. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you as well. I'm really glad that we had a chance to talk about that because I know that this can be such a such a difficult time and like some of those suggestions were really, really helpful. I do want you to know that, you know, getting kids, you know, working with kids when they are in the middle of a crisis or they're struggling, like it, it can be difficult. And sometimes we have to remember that the kid comes first before the content because it is so you know, can be such a trying time for them at home. We don't know the circumstances that people are in. And it, it, you know, it's, it's hard. So one thing that I like to do with kids when I am feeling definitely fearful, or when I'm feeling like there's everything is wrong, everything is bad, is to kind of focus some of my energy on the things that are right and things that I'm thankful for. And so I have created a gratitude journal for students. And I've had it out for quite a while. And I, you know, usually it sells around Thanksgiving. But I am I've made I've created a digital version. So you can grab that if you are wanting to do a little bit of journal writing with your students. And also, I have a really fun game that I talked about, which is would you rather and that is like a, a way to kind of like engage your kids and just kind of get their minds off of things that are going on and that's really fun too it's also really good for writing as well because then they can kind of justify their why they picked what they would pick and they can write about that in a discussion post and so that that can be really really fun so I'll link to those in the show notes I will also link to Leslie's attention getters or her blog post in the show notes as well <sighs> This one tired teacher is feeling a little worn out right now. So until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight.